0: Welcome to the Hustle & Flow podcast.
1: The platform we use to explore varying perspectives and opinion through candid conversation. We chat about philosophy,
0: business, and all things life. I'm Sean The Hustle. And I'm Les The Flow. Let's go. So my turn for a topic this week, Les, mm-hmm. and the topic I've chosen is reflection.
1: Okay, cool.
0: Yeah, so I think um, some has been pertinent for me at the moment, and I think for a lot of people at large, given the timing of where we are. We're at the end of May now. Um, you know, everywhere around the world has been pretty much in some form of lockdown or quarantine, and I think it's given us a lot of time to reflect on things. Mm. Um, you know, not to say that everybody is just taking their foot off the pedal and, and not been doing anything, but I think that this has been a time that a lot of us have used to reflect.
1: Yep, totally.
0: So that's what I want to talk about today, and just um, more than anything, the power of reflection and Hindsight which I think this period has given a lot of us the opportunity to um, use as a tool.
1: Yeah, cool. So um, tell us, man, what, what, what have you uh, learned during your time of reflection?
0: Um, I've just learned that you need to actually take time to reflect on things. So I've always done that, but I guess not to the degree that I have recently. Mm. And that's one, because things have changed very rapidly for myself and for a lot of people, you know, business-wise, life-wise, what you believe you're able to do and you're not, what you're told you're able to do and not by mandate and things like that. So it's kind of made me reflect on um, how I operate more than anything and how I had been operating and how I want to operate going forward. Mm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, it's interesting. I mean, we always talk about this, you know, sometimes on, and sometimes off, um, the record, um, about, you know, um, my personal experience through this, through this, um, uh, lockdown period. And like I always say, it hasn't really been that much different for me because, um, I've been used to self-reflection and doing that quite deeply for quite a few years now, you know, um, ever since I've deepened my, Meditative practice—that for me is just like a, a very deep and uh, intentional practice of reflection and inquiry. You know, um, so it's interesting to—I guess—see it from uh, other perspective, especially widely and collectively. I think a lot of people are feeling the need to to sort of step back, or they're forced to do it just because of mm-hmm. their circumstances. And I see that absolutely as a positive. You know. Because um, like we always talk about as well in terms of like harmony and balance of everything in life, we can't go 100%, you know, uh, all go, um, you know, as a mode of operation 100% of the time. It's just, you know, it, it's unsustainable. And we do need time to reflect um, in, in all aspects of our lives, you know, whether it's, you know, deeply profound or it's, you know, very surface level stuff, it doesn't matter. I think reflection is very important, even uh, at the general very surface level of understanding uh, what, uh, I guess, lessons you can draw from a a previous action that you've taken, you know, Uh, very, very minor in the grand scheme of things, like reflection doesn't need to be grand. It doesn't need to be, you know, mind-blowing and, you know, uh, paradigm shifting for you. Not necessarily, it can be. Um, that's how I look at reflection generally, but, you know, again, it doesn't have to be. Um, we can look at just the smallest things, like, oh, you know, why um, did I tend to move um, this way up rather than, the, uh, rather than another? Is it like a, a natural tendency that I, you know, shy away from X, Y, and Z? All that sort of thing, like it's it's much easier to to use like a an example i guess but uh not something that i can pick up right now but yeah um echo uh, like you know you know me man like reflections my I, I love that shit it's it's what i do yeah um and a lot of the time you know i fight those same sort of um thoughts as well in in regards to reflection Like, am I using my time um, wisely? Why am I just sitting here for hours and hours and hours and not, like, quote-unquote, doing something, you know? And this reflection is very um, inverse to that. It's Mm -hmm. it's like non-doing. It's just pure being. But with that, there's so much more that comes out of that for you if you're allowed to and if you just practice and notice, you know? Yeah, for sure.
0: And one thing I want to draw people too that you said is that it doesn't have to be grand like it doesn't have to be some big thing some rapturous moment you know some type of epiphany every time you reflect on something and i think when a lot of people hear the word reflection they have it's like like i've got to spend time doing it like i've got to put aside time to do it and it's like this chore this task whereas i think if you remove the expectation That it's going to be something massive or or big or hard to do or take a lot of time which generally makes people think it's going to be hard or something they don't want to want to be doing um then you kind of remove that barrier to actually choosing to reflect and then using it as a powerful tool and like you said man it doesn't have to be something big uh, but if you do take the time to reflect whether that be a few seconds a minute or even longer if you decide to journal and do it that way. Um, I just think it's a really powerful tool and it lets you go back and look at um, the way that you've acted. the And when I say acted, I mean like the action you've taken, mm-hmm. right? And what that's yielded for you and whether you're happy with that or not. Because if you're happy with the things that you've done or you're happy with the action, sorry, you're happy with the outcome based on the action you took, then that's positive, right? It's a positive outcome. You'll keep doing that. But then if you're not where you want to be and you can... Actually, take the time to reflect on what you did, how your thought process led you to there, to that point, and then why you don't feel the way you want to feel. Like you have to reflect on all those elements. You can do something about it the next time you're faced with that situation, and that's the power of reflection, right? And that's what hindsight is. So you know, there's that saying, "Hindsight's 2020," and the reason hindsight is 2020 is because you take the time to see things clearly, right? You go back and you look at it with with clear, fresh eyes instead of in the moment, because if you're just taking with you the emotions you felt or the outcome and not thinking about why that happened after an event or a moment, it's very likely that you're not gonna take all that you can from it.
1: Yeah, totally. And like there's there's like you said, there's real intention behind the act of reflection and that's that's important to note. Right. Yeah. It's very a, good point. It's, the intention. It's a respectful, you know, um, action to take. We we have to respect and honor the practice of, you know, uh, reflection. Whether it it is through, you know, journaling, whether it's through meditation, whether it is through just sitting and sitting, and thinking about it. Right. Um, we have to do that with intention. Okay? It's not one of those things that oh, okay I've got to meditate today, so I'm gonna set the timer. And I'm gonna sit through it and then last through it and tick it off my list. It's very different, like in terms of what you will derive from that, right? And that's important. Like you have to have the intention of listening, essentially, and not really like necessarily deriving anything from it, but the reflection is there. Like one of like an example that I wanna give, like I I write regularly right whether it's journaling or it's like some sort of creative piece whatever it is I write a lot and when you find when you do write whether it's whatever medium you're taking whatever reason you're writing you'll find that it allows you to put your thoughts down uh, on paper or using like any other medium it's a different medium than just allowing it to sort of swirl around in your head you know continuously right And that can happen, you know, unconsciously for you. Like thoughts will just swim around your head and we all know this, right? But when you intentionally sit to write your thoughts down, then naturally you'll find that more and more the thoughts will come out and open up new threads for you. You sort of say, oh, you know, now that I think about it, this, this and that or Mm. the other, it'll open new doors and you'll just, you know, make you think a little bit more. And maybe, you know, if you want to follow those threads down, then that's further reflection for you at a deeper level. But if you don't, then hey, you know, you've uncovered something. You know, but like for me, reflection is about really learning more about yourself and why you do certain things. Yeah. You know, and how you act in a certain way. Um, and that can go deep, it can go really deep, you know, those sorts of things in terms of what makes us who we are they're deeply ingrained in you know our characteristics our makeup that is and we talk about this all the time in terms of our upbringing and our environment like recently i've been reflecting on a few things about myself that have been mental blocks right and um they correlate back to relationships with you know my father when i was younger and my perception of him and his personality and who he was um so those things like they are ingrained in you and without deep reflection down those sorts of roads you're never going to understand why you hold certain perspectives or you see things in certain ways or you react to certain things certain ways so Mm. yeah
0: yeah man and one thing i really want to draw people to is that Reflection is a type of learning, which is what you said, right? It's a learning. And I believe that it's a learning from your experiences and your emotions, Mm. right? Being conscious of those things. And, um, you know, if if you've been reflecting on um, your relationship with your father, the experiences that you had in your life and, and how those different experiences made you feel, right? You can take something from that and then apply that going forward in your life. right? Like with any relationship, any experience, any emotion, And that's what I've realized reflection does for me as well. Like it's learning like from your experiences and emotions that you've had. But yeah, taking the time and honoring it, like you said, is also very important. And um, I've also noticed you said something else as well, which was like instead of letting the thoughts swirl around in your head, putting them down, that's really that's really powerful and useful, right? Because I was someone who always just used to think about it and it would just swirl And when you let it just swirl, when you think about something swirling, it's going round and round and round. Mm. And you have the same thought over and over and over again, right? And to me, frankly, it's a waste of time because you could write it down and then it's down there. You're not going to write it out 15 times, are you? Mm. But when you let it swirl in your head, that happens. It comes around and around and around a number of times. And so I think that's a really good tool that people can take away, like a practical, useful tip is like write things down man when you're reflecting write them down I still do it sometimes right because I walk a lot it's how I um, I guess it's kind of like a walking meditation for me or a moving meditation for me because I walk and I think about things it's it's the time um, that I spend alone right and, but when I'm doing that I don't always write things down and I notice that I'm just thinking about the same thing over and over and again so sometimes I just whip my phone out and then I'll write it down and once there's just something to that, you know, I've mentioned it before, I learned it from Sharan Srivata and it's fear has no place on paper, right? Like fear has no power on paper. Mm. And it's true. You notice, man, when you write things down, there's something that happens inside where it, like it changes how you feel about it because you've put it out there. Something as simple as writing it down for something that's, you know, a fear for you, it it just it allows you to release some of that fear. Mm. And if you've never done it, I'd employ you to try it. Totally. Right? It's one of those things you hear and you're like, oh, as if. You know, the first time I heard it, I was also skeptical. But then, you know, learned the things that you're skeptical about, you shouldn't be skeptical about unless you've actually tried it or experienced it. So I did it. And the first, very first time I did it, it worked. I was like, oh, I'm not as worried about this. And also because when you see things written down in front of you and you read them back, some things just seem a bit absurd, you know, but you've let it swell around your mind so many times that it's become significant. And when you actually put it down, you realize it's not as significant as you thought, right? And that's the key. It's totally. not as significant as you thought. Totally. So putting it down helps you to relieve some of that pressure, relieve some fear, pressure you're putting on yourself, right? Um, some of that worry. And allows you to actually process your thoughts. And there's also an element of that which is important, right? Is that when you write things down there's a structure it allows you to structure things when you let things just swirl around your mind they they keep mixing and they collide and then you think about something else but then you haven't really resolved the first thing it swirls back around and comes back around to you know cause some havoc in your mind whereas when you write it down there's a structure to it
1: yeah and i think that's that's important to note right like the, the whole uh visualization of swirling around basically you think about what that is, um, and you can reflect back to any of your own experiences of you know uh, overthinking or you know creating stories in your in your mind about certain things you know mm. um, you can create these crazy stories that just think of things that are you know beyond the worst case, and they will become so real for you if you just allow them to continue to swirl and snowball in your mind right so any sort of release is important and journaling is just a tool to do that Mm. like just like this conversation like these conversations um before sean and i recorded them they were you know our um opportunity to bounce thoughts off each other and let each other know how we're feeling about certain things and basically airing um airing out you know our concerns or our anxieties or whatever it is that we have on on our minds for that time and that that in itself it's another medium it's it allows the thoughts to come out through verbalization through words and um you know if you bounce that off someone who has is looking at them from a different perspective they can create a bit of clarity for you as well because they don't have that that noise that's within your own mind right Um, so that, that's, that's important to know. Like these are all tools, right? And like, we, the point is that we choose to pick them up or not. Like I, I get this all the time with meditation because like, uh, I'm glad that you brought up the point in terms of, and your example of the journaling, right? Because when you first did it, you mentioned that it worked straight away and it was easy. So it's like, we, we like, uh, you know, uh, inherently humans, we like that instant, you know, feedback to say that, that it works or not, you know, that, that sort of sends us in one direction or another to say that we should keep doing it or not. Right. Yeah. But meditation for most people, once they first sit and try it, it doesn't quote unquote work for them mm. right? because it's very difficult, you know, in comparison, like I, I too had the same struggles. Like it took me a few years before I cultivated a, a very strong daily practice. Right. Um, but like i I hear people say this all the time, like meditation is just not for me that's bullshit honestly mm. that, that's it's total bullshit because it's like it's like any tool you choose to pick it up and use it right and that's the difference if it's if there's a barrier to it there's a little bit of difficulty you're choosing not to use it anymore but persevere with it because you don't believe right or you just you just can't be bothered in doing it. Like, I, I use the analogy. It's like saying, oh, uh, I don't know how to write, so I don't want to use a pen. Mm. It doesn't take away the ability or the capability of the pen to write. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's a tool. For sure. It's proven everyone who has benefited from meditation knows that it works and it's profound. And it, it may not be completely explainable, but that doesn't matter. We're talking about experience Yeah. You know?
0: And so there's a few things that come up for me when you talk about that, right? First is something that Andy Frisella says, which is the belief comes after the work, right? And I think meditation is one of those things where you have to put in the work. It's not easy for a lot of people to meditate, right? And I think that's why they don't persist. And it's because, as you said, they don't see an instant benefit or it doesn't quote unquote work straight away, right? The like also when you think about it, what? is meditation working. Do you know what I mean? Like It's going to be something very different for, for you, for Bob, for Susie, for whoever chooses to undertake the practice. But I do believe it's one of those things that you're going to gain the belief that it quote-unquote works after the work totally. right, that you've put in. And then I think about the analogy of the axe, which is you can swing an axe and hit a tree with it, but unless you sharpen the axe first, your blows are going to be pretty useless, mm. right? And meditation is one of those things that I think about in that nature, which is you've got to sharpen the axe, totally. so which means you need to hone the practice and you need to keep doing it so that the axe becomes sharp so that when you go to use it, after you've honed it, it actually bears the result that you want.
1: Totally. Know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And I think that's like, it's important to look at it in, in a certain way as well, like, um, a lot of people will come to me um, about meditation and ask me how do I derive x y and z symptom relief symptomatic relief right mm-hmm. and we all know like you, you just google what the benefits of meditation are and they'll, there's like a plethora of like benefits that that have been um, you know proven in stress relief and anxiety relief and all that sort of shit right but like at the end of the day, again, those things are symptoms to what it actually truly does for you, right? And the way that I teach it, it's more about the principles of what it is or not, not what it does for you necessarily. It's about delving deep. It's just simply about deep reflection. That's all it is, mm. right? It's about delving past all this, you know, uh th- this veil that... um sort of shrouds your mind all the time, this noise, right? And just understanding more about who you are innately without this character or ego that has been built for you. And that's that's what reflection does for me. That's what it is for me, right? If you you use a simple analogy, it's about having the ability or honing the ability to turn the noise, outside noise, down Mm. or muting it. You know? yeah once you turn off and turn down the outside noise then you can really understand what is coming from within yep yeah. yeah yeah and you're yeah. able to apply a bit of a lens or a perspective on things and look at things a little bit differently and they may not may or may not be you know you know collectively accepted or socially acceptable or whatever it is but that that's not the point right? It really is just to simply understand who you are, you know, at the heart of things, at the soul's level, right? If you want to put it that way. Mm. Yeah.
0: I also just want to come back to one more thing with meditation, right? Because I know how powerful it's been for you. It's not something that I do as a constant or daily practice, but when I do it, I do notice a benefit, right? So I guess that's something I need to reflect on, which is why I don't keep persisting with it which I will do later, but it also brings up for me the example of training or working out or exercise, right? I view it the same way. There's a million reasons why people choose not to exercise regularly. Um, And I guess meditation is the same in that, as I was saying before, the belief comes after the work, right? And that's why I just want to draw back to this example, which is working out. It takes a long time for you to see the result of working out Mm. or eating well after you've been eating like shit for a long period of time, you know, after you haven't been taking care of your body for, you know, months, years, in a lot of people's case, they think that they're going to do some diet or do some move, which is going to get them chiseled abs or lose weight at an exponential rate that's actually just not physically possible, right? which we've proven isn't going to happen with science. Like, we're in a very different age of nutrition and exercise and physiology knowledge. Mm. So, all these, like, fat burner pills or do this ab crunch exercise and you're going to get rip six-pack abs, we all know it's bullshit now, right? But we all know as well that it takes time to see the result from exercise. And you yourself know this, I know this, and we've seen it plenty of times, right? Is that nothing will happen for a matter of weeks and then suddenly, bang, things just shift. Mm. And I've witnessed that happen for people when they meditate, right? It's like just going to the gym, doing the workouts, eating the food that you're being told to eat by your coach and you just see no result. Your body looks the same. You actually feel kind of worse in a way because it's painful you've been working out your body your muscle fibers are torn you're recovering right there's all this stuff happening and you're like i don't look any different i actually feel kind of shittier right now and then that plays in your mind but if you just persist you push through and you start to get the results you want whether that's losing body fat or getting stronger like it happens after some time but there's this period where it feels like nothing's happening And that's the key, right? It feels like nothing's happening, but it is. And I believe that's the same for meditation. And that's what I've noticed when I've done it for a sustained period of time. You think nothing's happening, you know, for quite a while, for a number of weeks, really. And then one time you're meditating, you just have this moment. And it's like, oh, that's it. And And you realize that you would not have had that experience or those moments or anything like that had you not persisted with the practice.
1: Totally, 100%, man. And l- like I said, it took me years of practice before I get to a, a stage of mm-hmm. of cultivating a, a daily ritual with it, you know? And exactly what you said, Like it comes to a point where you're just like, oh, okay, um, this is what it is. Um, th- th- this is the concept that, you know, built finding space for me, mm. you know, in that I recognized and I could feel and intuit what space was for me yeah. when I sat on the on my meditation pillow to, to meditate. And now when I close my eyes, I jump straight into that to that state. And I know what it feels like. I know what it looks like. Even though my eyes are closed, it still has, you know, visual you know sensory um, experience for me and and you know that's that's what it's about but it took years and years like Mm -hmm. you said it takes time and a lot of the time i was on and off and i didn't know what whether i was doing it right i was following all these different guided you know tapes and things like that and i just didn't know what was what because there is so much out there just like anything else you know even when you're talking about training or diet or whatever there's there's so many ways for for you to you know, get to, you know, X, Y, and Z goal. Mm. But like, that's why for me, I clean it up, clean it all out. It's not about, you know, um, being still. It's not about um, sleeping better. It's not about sending love to the universe. It's not about um, de-stressing, losing anxiety, all that sort of stuff. It's not about that. They're all, you know, beneficial symptoms to a good meditative practice. Mm. I guarantee that. Like if you can meditate well, you will all those things you will get, right? You will derive those benefits. But like I said, the principles behind it is just finding that space for yourself, turning down that outside noise and just just being with yourself and understanding more about the world inside of you. Yeah. That comes out from inside of you. Not what people tell you they think you are and all that sort of thing. So that's like, that's reflection Mm. for me. That's just reflection. Yeah. And And, that's the importance of reflection.
0: For sure. And that's, I I think it's important to bring up all these examples and draw the parallels, right? Which is what I'm trying to do. And coming back to reflection, right? And meditation is definitely reflection. Um, Is there's a period of time where you're going to do it and you're not going to feel like anything's happening, right? Um, When you start writing things down for the first time and then uh, Undertake the process of thinking about what that means to you how it made you feel what you experienced what the outcomes were and then If you're good with them or not and then what you're gonna do Like you're not gonna be good at that the first time you do it if it's something you're not used to doing right, we all reflect on things, but the way we reflect on them is very different and you said something else which is important is honoring it right and having intention about doing it and I also want to draw people to the very important fact that there is a big big difference between reflecting and just living in the past Mm. and doing nothing with that what you're thinking about right because that's very easy to do as well is to just keep thinking about what happened and not actually do anything with that knowledge Totally. or with that experience that they're, they're very different totally and if you choose to just keep thinking about something over and over that's not reflecting that's just replaying things in your mind mm. right which is frankly going to be a waste of time for you
1: totally i think i think that's basically um, similar to to the analogy of that swirling you know in your mind basically it's it's you're just allowing it to you know continue to have a place in your thoughts yeah you know without intentionally unpacking that and understanding what it might mean for you why it continues to to live in your mind you know Mm. um and i think you know if, if you think about the word reflection and to go on a on us on a little bit of a tangent but not really right but this is just a different way of thinking about reflection like what else reflects it's a mirror right and we've said this a few times and i think reflection um and looking at your interactions with people that that's important right because it's 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 been said uh you know by many famous uh psychoanalysts you know in the um in the 19th and 20th century, the, the famous ones like Carl Jung and stuff like that, they say, you know, you see yourself in others, mm. you know? And if you think about that and reflection, right? And if you reflect on those sorts of examples, like think of any close relationship you have, there's always going to be, you know, tension at some points, right? It's inevitable because everyone is different. Everyone has different perspectives and points of view, and if something you know heightens your uh, emotional state, like an act from your you know significant other, for example, then that's something you to reflect on. you know mm. like the immediate response is to say that, "Oh, you know, I don't like what they're doing." right And of course, that's, that's what your emotions are telling you, but if you reflect upon that why yeah
0: why don't you like what they're doing yeah
1: why is it that and then a lot of the time what you'll find is that it's actually something you don't like about yourself mm. you know, and that's why why it's important and that's why i bring up the the whole uh, reflecting and mirror aspect of things it's exactly the same thing like any interaction you have with anyone if someone you know causes some sort of emotional um uprising in you whether it's good or bad it tells you something about you and who you are Mm. you know why you respond to that you know
0: and also to add to that i do agree that you know if there's something you see in someone else that evokes an emotion in you that's generally a negative one that it's something you don't like in yourself that is the case a lot of times but sometimes i find that it's not and, and it's different when you reflect it's rather you know there's a virtue there. That that person is not fulfilling in your mind, hmm. but that's on you, yeah, right, because they're your virtues. Yeah. So I think that's important to note as well. Um, it's it all comes down to how you're viewing the situation.
1: Yeah, man. And at the end of the day, like you're not going to be able to derive one way or another unless you reflect upon it. That's
0: right. That's right. And that's and brings me to something which I always say is like life is the experiences we have and how we feel about them. Like, there's no big moments. There's just the the moments and then the meaning we attach to them, right? And that's what dictates how we feel about things going forward because the same event can be experienced by two different people in two different ways, mm. right? Because you've taken that experience, you've taken that moment, and you've attached a meaning to it. Yeah. And that meaning that you attach to it dictates those type of experiences for you going forward. Mm. And that's the importance of that, right? It's one of those things that's very easy to say and not think about. It's like, oh, it's just life is just the moments we have and the meanings we attach to them. But you got to think about that and reflect on that. And when you reflect on a moment you had the meaning that you attached to it and how that made you feel, you get to decide whether you want those types of events to make you feel that type of way. Mm. And that's what's important about it, I believe. Yeah. Because... That is going to dictate your mode and operation forward. Yeah, that's like, the point of it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like, if you don't understand or if you aren't curious as to why you attach such, you know, significance or, you know, a lack of significance to, it, to a moment, um, then you're just, you know, uh, operating out of, um, you know, you're, you're on autopilot, basically.
0: Right? Yeah, and you're being controlled by your emotions. Mm. And your emotions aren't you.
1: Hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, definitely. Like, I think at the end of the day, like, reflection is something that, for me, it's it's it doesn't end. That the process of reflection, because, like you said, you you attach like this heavy um, correlation or uh, significance to it in terms of learning, and and that's that's the key here, right? If you think about it, you know, generally speaking, like if you have a mindset of, um, my, you know, learning is done in life, then this is how you will see life going forward. Mm. It'll, it'll never change for you. Yeah. You know, however you see it, whether it's good or bad or otherwise, that's, that's how life will be for you going forward. So unless you continue to unpack that and continue to learn, from reflection, and life will never change. It's just going to be a slow atrophy, atrophy to death. Mm. <laughs> that's that's what it is, right? Yeah. Um, and you know, if if you think you're at a stage where you're like, you know, I'm sweet, I'm done, like, cool. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's cool. Good on you. You know, but like my perspective and my um, opinion of it is that we're, we're never at a stage um, of you know pure. And if you want to use like a Buddhist term pure enlightenment. We're just trying to get there the best as we can. And the way we do that is just by continually to learn, reflect, unpack, and doing it all over again.
0: That's right. And and there's another cycle is just life is the amalgamation of the moments we have, right? And the meaning we attach to them. But we're going to keep having moments. Mm. But we get to choose the meaning that we attach to them. And if we actually undertake... That process of reflection, we get to be conscious about the meaning we're attaching to things, because it's gonna keep like things are gonna keep happening in your life. Moments are gonna keep playing out, and um, they some things might keep repeating for you in the cycle that you're not happy about. They keep happening in a way that you're not happy about it. But if you take the time to reflect on it, maybe you're attaching a meaning to it that doesn't serve you. Totally. And you can choose something different.
1: Well, even even worse, like not serving you, but like actually drags you down. You know? Yeah, it brings you to a, a lower point, and and that can that too can be dangerous, right? If you continue to allow these these um, negative uh, correlations to moments to continually drag you down, like it's the difference between you know being able to see, um, you know. Uh, an illness or an injury as as a blessing or a curse, mm. you know, it's very different. And like if you move through life and you're able to uh, see the lessons and derive, you know, the the growth that you you um, that you get out of these, you know, negative experiences, then it's going to be looked very different for you.
0: Yeah, you know? for sure. It's like if you think, you know, quote unquote, bad things are always happening to you.
1: Then they will.
0: Yeah, right? But also, it's a matter of your perspective and the meaning you attach. So if something happens to you and you don't like how it made you feel, it's very easy for you to just go, oh, bad things always happen to me. Totally. I'm unlucky. Or whatever you want to say about it, right? Mm -hmm. But you also can take a moment to pause, reflect, and say, this is a situation that's happening that hasn't given me the outcome I want. Maybe I'm being shown a way to not do something. And then when things happen that don't turn out the way you want, if the meaning you attach to it is when things don't go my way, it's showing me how to not do something or it's showing me that I need to work out an alternative or there's a whole bunch of different meanings you could attach to it. But I assure you, you're likely to have a far better experience moving through life once you decide what meaning you want to attach to things.
1: Totally. And I think like even... even like drawing up to a more general level, like how you personally define and see things as, you know, quote unquote, good or bad. But like that stuff is sub- subjective. Yeah. Like people have to understand that good and bad is subjective. And it's like down to, you know, individual's perspective on what that means for them. You know, mm. what is good and bad? You know, you can define that for yourself. Yeah. And like You know, through reflection, you can really, it, it can be so easy for you to you know, turn something that is collectively seen as quote unquote bad to something that is good. Yeah, you know,
0: and and just on the perspective thing, period, and the subjectivity of good and bad. It's a very simple example, you know, which is just the enemy in someone's story is always a hero in their own, hmm. and good and bad are experiences like that, depending on where, which side of the fence you're on, and which way you're looking at it.
1: Totally, it's like it's like um, what's his name thanos in uh, the avengers
0: yeah he thinks he's doing a great thing for humanity he totally. thinks he's the good guy totally. but to the rest of the world in the avengers he's the ultimate enemy right
1: yeah yeah like at the end of the day if you think about the situation that we're in i think and you can think of this as hokey as you like but my my sense is that all of humanity uh, we're giving we've been given a little bit of a, a nudge. It's a sign to say, Hey guys, we've been constantly running for a very long time now. Maybe it's just time to slow the fuck down and just have a look at the lay of the land and really assess whether this is the direction we want our people to be walking down. I truly believe that, you know. That is my, my sense of this you know, situation at the moment. Like, I myself, I I, I will reflect anytime, uh, regardless what external factors are, are influencing, right? Because I'm curious. I'm just curious and I want to continue down this thread of, you know, wonder and awe in my life. That that thi- That I don't know anything and... I want to continue to learn more about myself and who I am and what I potentially am here to bring to the world, you know, whether it's profound or not. You know, but I want to know because that, that's for me. That's my thing. Mm-hmm. That's what I feel like I've been born to do. You know, So, you know, looking at from the inside out, looking at, you know, modern society, how fast we are, but like the rise of technology, all this sort of stuff, it's beautiful. It's great stuff. It's helped us. You know, we wouldn't be here without it. You know, the ease of talking through these microphones and recording some, you know, voice clip and posting on the internet to share with the world. But at the same time, and it comes back down, like if we don't know why we're doing certain things and we don't reflect upon that, then it can be very easy to be influenced and do things based on external factors that may or may not align to who we truly are.
0: Yeah. And I think that's a massive power of reflection is it allows you to assess things and see if they're in alignment with who you want to be or if you're completely out of alignment with who you're trying to be and who you want to be. Totally. Right? Because a lot of the time, we're striving to be someone different and to improve or to change something. And that's cool. I think it's really cool, right? Um, if you're not who you want to be, that's okay because you can become who you want to be. Mm. You choose and you who you want to be and you work towards it. But you have to reflect in that process to see if the things you're doing, the actions you're taking, the mindset that you're cultivating is helping you to become that person or not. And if you're in alignment and if your actions are congruent with who you say you want to be, because then you need to think about, do you actually want to be that person? Why? Yeah. Or not?
1: Yeah. And I think like even even if we step into a more uh, practical environment, right? And you think about big business or even business in general. Like uh, back in corporate and I worked in uh, the finance in- industry in, in um, uh, project delivery space. You know, the methodology of of project delivery that had periodic check-ins that were reviews of the last two weeks that have passed. You know, we just ask questions like what went well, what could we have done better, and what was missing and things like that. That's reflection, you know, on Mm. past actions. Yeah. You know, there is an intention to improve and get better. For sure. You know. And that you can apply that everywhere, mm. you know, big business or small business. If you're not looking backward just to see, you know, based on experience, like um, tangible experience that you've done, actions that you've, you know, undertaken, if you're not looking back at those and seeing what went well and what could, what you could have done better and using that as a just simple feedback mechanism for yourself, then man, you, you might learn the hard way, you know? Yeah.
0: And... You know, it, it just makes me think about the fact as well that so you're talking about that two-week process that you guys use, see what worked well and then what didn't work well. And the things that didn't work well likely cause some type of pain, right? And brings me to that equation that Ray Dalio has, which is pain plus reflection equals progress, mm. right? It's pain plus reflection equals progress. And can assure you there's going to be plenty of pain points throughout all of our lives.
1: Totally, man. And, and that's like you said, it, it applies in any context. Yeah. Like life, business, whatever. Yeah,
0: but the the beauty of it is, like the beauty in the pain is that if you choose to reflect on it, right, and you bring those two elements together, it results in progress. Totally. And that's what so many of us are searching for, and 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 trying to achieve.
1: Yeah, absolutely absolutely and you you know you'll see this used in you know varying um approaches but it's the same in in different contexts right like even in a in marital relationships right if you like have frank and transparent discussions with your significant other then that's you're reflecting on the state of the the relationship Mm. you know you're understanding that they're might be some misalignments in, in certain things and you're trying to understand and reflect upon why, mm. you know? That's reflection and, and progress and improvement. Like that doesn't end even in a relationship once you, you know, sign the line dotted line and say you're married. Mm. And you just <laughs> you don't just you know, that's that's done and dusted. My job is done. Like really, every every context that you apply, if you do not reflect with the view to you know, grow or progress or unlearn or whatever it is or however you want to put it, then you are essentially standing still Yeah. in a world that is moving very fast and will simply pass you by. Mm-hmm.
0: And, and one other thing I just want to add about reflection as well is, we've talked about all the ways that it can help us and the fact is, things are going to keep happening. Right? And if we don't reflect on them, they're just going to keep happening to us instead of us being able to take power back and decide that things are happening for us and, and operate in that way. And I would just implore people that I wouldn't put off the process of reflection. Totally. Because there's going to come a time when something's going to happen. And if you'd actually taken the time previously to reflect on something, it can turn out way better for you. Or you can have a much better perspective, have a much better mindset about the situation you're in in that moment. And like, is this something you're going to have to do? Yeah. So don't put it off. Just start the process so you get good at it because it is something you can get good at.
1: And, And I think that's key, like starting the process, right? And you needn't look at it as something that is or allow it to get to something that seems overwhelming, right? And it's like anything. If what do you I'm, mean by that? Like, if you put something off in terms of reflecting about something, right, for a very long time, mm. it's going to snowball in your mind and it's going to get yeah. much larger yeah. than it needs to be, right? And even if it does get to that stage, there is still, you know, opportunity for you to approach it. And like, don't think that because it's it's already too big or you've got to let it um, get to an overwhelming state that you can't approach it. It's... Um, you have to just break that down and look at it at, at a smaller level mm. and make it less scary for yourself, really, right? Because again, what's the alternative? It's just going to get worse and worse and worse for you, yeah, right? It needs to be attacked, uh, you know, attacked at some point, yes, it really does for sure, yeah. That's it's a really like good that, point. it's like that analogy of you know, trying to keep a beach ball under the, the water, it's, it's going to come up at some point, mm. you know it's it's the pressure release valve yeah basically right and if you
0: keep holding it down holding it down the further you push it the higher it bounces and explodes right right?
1: that's right yeah yeah
0: Mm. so i think that's a pretty good coverage of reflection what do you Mm. think
1: Mm. i did have something else to 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 talk about um to close it off but uh it seems to have slipped my mind, so <laughs> maybe we'll um, we'll you know cover that off in the next uh, in the next episode if uh, it comes back to me.
0: Yeah, cool. We'll yeah. park it there then.
1: <laughs> Alright, mate. When you tell everyone where they can find you,
0: easiest place to find me is on Instagram. So just Shaun underscore Coop, which is S H A U N underscore C O O P. Just shoot me a message there. We can chat there, and if there's anything you guys want us to talk about on the podcast you can hit us up there and how about you les
1: yep just on my website findingspace.co you can always ship me an email through there um, or you can send me a facebook message through there as well or you can find me on facebook and instagram my handle is at findingspace.co you can also send sean and i an email through uh, our email address if you have any questions about this pod or any previous ones that you've listened to if you want to ask any questions or if you want us to talk about anything if you want us to bring any particular guests on just let us know the hustle and flow podcast at gmail.com
0: awesome and as always guys we just ask little fee a little request from us that if you enjoyed the conversation you took something from it or there's something in there that you think could help someone that you know please share it out we're available on apple spotify and stitcher and another thing I would ask you guys to do is, if you did like the podcast, please just take a moment to rate it or leave us a review. It helps us a lot and lets us know if we're traveling in the right direction and you're actually getting stuff out of these podcasts, which is the reason we do it. Is we have these conversations to, you know, put our thoughts out and hopefully provoke some thoughts in you as well that help you progress and move forward. So until next time, guys. See
1: you